The Anatomy of Story, Chapter 7, Episode 47, Creating Symbols, Writing Exercise 6, Story Symbol. Is there a single symbol that expresses the premise, key story twists, central theme, or overall structure of your story? Look again at your premise, your theme, and your one-line description of the story world. Then write a one-line description of the main symbols in your story. Symbolic characters. Determine the symbols for your hero and other characters. Work through the following steps. 1. Look at the entire character web before creating a symbol for a single character. 2. Begin with the opposition between hero and main opponent. 3. Come up with a single aspect of the character or a single emotion you want the character to evoke in the audience. 4. Consider applying a symbol opposition within the character. 5. Repeat the symbol in association with the character many times over the course of the story. 6. Each time you repeat the symbol, vary the detail in some way. Character Type Consider connecting one or more of your characters to a character type, especially to gods, animals, and machines. Symbolic Character Change Is there a symbol you can connect to the character change of your hero? If so, look at the scenes where you express the hero's weakness and need at the beginning of the story and its self-revelation at the end. Symbolic Theme Look for a symbol that can encapsulate the main theme of your story. For a symbol to express the theme, it must stand for a series of actions with moral effects. Effects A more advanced thematic symbol is one that stands for two series of moral actions that are in conflict. Symbolic World Determine what symbols you wish to attach to the various elements of the story world, including the natural settings, man-made spaces, technology, and time. Symbolic actions. Are there one or more specific actions that merit symbolic treatment? Figure out a symbol you can attach to each such action to make it stand out. Symbolic objects. Create a web of symbolic objects by first reviewing the designing principle of your story. Make sure that each symbolic object you create fits with its designing principle. Then choose the objects you want to give extra meaning. Symbol development. Chart how each symbol you use changes over the course of the story. To see some of these techniques of symbol in practice, let's look at The Lord of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings is nothing less than a modern cosmology and mythology of England. It brings together the story forms of myth, legend, and high romance, along with story and symbol references to Greek and Norse mythology, Christianity, fairy tale, the King Arthur story, and other tales of the knight er errant. The Lord of the Rings is allegorical in the sense, as Tolkien said, that it is very applicable to our modern world and time. Allegorical means, among many other things, that the characters, worlds, actions, and objects are of necessity highly metaphorical. That doesn't mean they aren't unique or created by the writer. It means the symbols have references that echo against previous symbols, often deep in the audience's mind. Story symbol. The story symbol, of course, is right in the title. The ring is the object of unlimited power that everyone craves. He who possesses it becomes a lord with godlike powers. But that lord will inevitably be destructive. The ring is the greatest temptation that will pull someone from a moral happy life, and its lure never ends. Symbolic characters. The strength of this incredibly textured story is the rich web of symbolic characters. 
This is not simply man versus man, man versus animal, or man versus machine. These characters are defined and distinguished by good versus evil, by levels of power, parenthetical, God, wizard, man, hobbit, and by species, parenthetical, man, elf, dwarf, orc, goblin, ent, ent, and ghost. Myth works by character type, which is one reason it has epic scope but little subtlety in how it depicts people. By setting up such a complex and textured web of character types, Tolkien and his audience get to have their character cake and eat it too. This is an important lesson for any writer using symbolic characters, especially if you're writing a myth-based story. In Tolkien's character oppositions, good is symbolized by characters who sacrifice. Gandalf and Sam, by the warrior king Aragorn, who can heal as well as kill and by those who are one with nature and who have gained mastery of self rather than mastery over others. Galadriel and Tom Bombadil, Tolkien's hero, let me start a new sentence. Tolkien's hero is not the great warrior, but the little man, Hobbit Frodo Baggins, whose greatness of heart allows him to be the most heroic of all. Like Leopold Bloom in Ulysses, Frodo is a new kind of myth hero, defined not by the strength of his arms, but by the depth of his humanity. The opponents also possess great symbolic power. Morgoth is the original evil character who predates the story and is part of the history Tolkien created for The Lord of the Rings. Like Mordred of King Arthur, Malgrim of the Chronicles of Nar Nar Narnia, and Voldemort of the Harry Potter series, parenthetical, English writers just love giving the bad guy a name with M-O-R in it perhaps because M-O-R sounds like the French word for death. Morgoth conjures up in the minds of the audience the first anti-god, Satan, and he is associated in name and action with death. Sauron, S-A-U-R-O-N, is the main opponent in the Lord of the Rings. He is evil both because he seeks absolute power and because he will use it to wreak total destruction on Middle-earth. Saruman, S-A-R-U-M-A-N, is a kind of switch character of evil who began as a wizard sent to fight Sauron, but was poisoned by the taste of absolute power. Other opponents, Gollum, G-O-L-L-U-M, the Nazgul, the Orcs, the Spider, Shelob, and the Balrog, B-A-L-R-O-G, are very symbolic expressions of envy, hatred, brutality, and destruction. Symbolic theme, as always in a good story, parenthetical, and especially in an allegory, all the elements are founded on the thematic line and oppositions. For Tolkien, that means a Christian thematic structure emphasizing good versus evil. Evil is defined here by the love for and use of power. Good comes from caring for living things, and the highest good is to sacrifice, especially one's own life for another. Symbolic worlds. The visual subworlds of the Lord of the Rings are as richly textured and symbolic as the character web. We'll start over here. Symbolic worlds. The visual subworlds of the Lord of the Rings are as richly textured and symbolic as the character web. These worlds are also both natural and supernatural. Even the man-made spaces are infused with and extend out of the natural environment. Like the characters, these symbolic subworlds are set in opposition. In the forest world, there is the beautiful harmonic Lothar Lorien 
L-O-T-H-L-O-R-I-E-N, and the forest of the tree-like beings, the ents, E-N-T-S, versus the evil miltwood. The good forest worlds are also set in opposition to the mountain world, which is where the evil forces live. Sauron rules from the mountain layer of Mordor, behind the massive Moranon, M-O-R-A-N-N-O-N, gate. The misty mountains are the site of the underground caverns of Moria, Moriah, Moriah, M-O-R-I-A, where the heroes visit the underworld. Frodo passes through the deep, dead marshes, a graveyard for those who have died in battle. The human communities express this same natural symbolism, like Lothlorien, which is a utopia built around trees. Rivendell is a utopia built around water and plants. The Shire, home of the hobbits, is a village embedded in a tame agricultural world. These communities stand in contrast to mountain fortresses such as Mordor, Isengard, and Helm's Deep, which are founded on raw power. Symbolic objects. The Lord of the Rings is based on the quest for and possession of symbolic objects, and these are largely dug from the ground or forged in fire. Most important, of course, is the one ring that Sauron forged in the fires of the volcano of Mount Doom. It symbolizes the desire for false values and absolute power, and whoever owns it will inevitably become totally evil and corrupt. Another circular symbol of evil is the Eye of Sauron that sees all from the top of the dark tower and helps Sauron in his quest for the ring. Like King Arthur's Excalibur, Anduril, A-N-D-U-R-I-L, which means flame of the west, is the sword of right action and must only be wielded by the rightful heir to the throne. Where Excalibur was stuck in stone, Anduril was broken and must be reforged so that Aragorn can defeat the forces of evil and regain his throne. Aragorn is a unique warrior king in his use of the plant Athelius, which has the power to heal. Like Achilles, he is a fighter of great skill, but he is also in communion with nature and is an agent of life. Of course, these are just a few of the symbols that Tolkien uses in the epic of the Lord of the Rings. Study it carefully to master many of the techniques of symbol making.